0: You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rob. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yeah. What up, everybody? This your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first-time listener, I very much so appreciate you for giving my show a try. And if anybody referred you to me, if you're in vicinity, give them a crisp high five. That's a 10 right there. But if you're not in vicinity, use your social media app of choice to send them uh, DM telling them thank you for That referral you know don't be Sending them nothing slick in the DMs don't be showing No penis parts and ovaries And whatnot I don't even know if you can see an ovary With your eyeballs but hey I Said it <laughs> Um, Anyway got a guest with me on this edition of the Run Arounds with Rob podcast he joins An illustrious list of uh Guests from the realm of professional Wrestling to include Kiera Hogan, Kiefer Bartek JJ Blake Um Damon Buchanan, the Mad Hatter. Some of you may not know him, but I said it because he trained me. Um, J.A. Fair, another guy that I know. Uh, freaking Marty DeMoff Martinez. Goddamn Brian Cage. Um, who else? It's somebody else I know that's been on the show, and I'm forgetting, and I'm very sorry. If I Oh, the motherfucking Pope, goddamn, D'Angelo De Niro, goddamn, the originator of the Rainmaker gimmick, I always gotta p- give high praise for that, and uh, if I left you out, I'm sorry, but I'm trying to remember this off the top of my head, and you know I ain't got a good memory, that's why I podcast, so I have audio recordings of the shit I say, so... You know, it, it, it really is against me because, damn, I said some fly shit on here and it's recorded and motherfuckers can pull that shit up on me in court and shit. I don't want to be like James Gunn and shit. Motherfucker pull up a tweet from 2009 and get me fired. Then eventually I get swept under the rug and get rehired again later. I don't want that shit to happen. I just want to have a continuous stream of work. And But anyway, apart from the course, joining me on this edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast is a man that I've always seen on Instagram draped in gold. I've never I've very rarely seen this gentleman without a title belt and shit damn I don't even know what this motherfucker looked like without a title belt Damn, he's a man of many talents many hobbies and whatnot and we what from what I found out in the last couple of months frequent the same circle in the RBR uh, neighborhood uh, the man the myth the myth uh, damn I'm stumbling the man the myth the legend Goddamn King Blackie himself, the man of the 215, the, the master of all the Philly cheesesteaks, the ruler of all video game domains, Dagon Eric DeShields. How are you, sir? I'm doing great.
1: I love that introduction. Thank you very much. And yes, I am the master of all the game domains, everything from the Atari to the Xbox One. So thank you very much.
0: Yeah, now I, I, that's that was a thing that I, I've been peeping uh, most recently, or whatever, because like I know of you through the domain of Instagram. I, I've been peeping through that window and, um, you, what you got going on and what you've been putting out there to the world and whatnot. And I've seen the, the collection starting to grow, man. You got the Nintendo in there, you got the Atari. I, th- I think you got a Dreamcast in there, right?
1: That's right. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, like uh, every other month I'll sit there and I'll be like, oh, what is that, a Commodore? Let me get that. I, I, you know, I wasn't alive for that, so I'm like, yeah, let me get that Commodore. What's that, an original Game Boy? What's that, a Game Boy SP? Yeah, man, it's a uh, it's a healthy addiction. I love it. <laughs> Kids love it. They be like, you know, they don't punish them. I'm like, you don't get to play the Xbox One. What am I gonna play? The Sega CD with one button, Uh, the one button controller. Go get it over there. So, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that is uh, yeah, because nobody knows the pain like, you know, like even going back to the old Atari with the goddamn the, the joystick and the one button on the damn thing and whatnot. I'm just like how did we manage this shit but it was the only thing that we had
1: hey we didn't know any better man back when they had the uh what was that the full motion video games and you were thinking you were doing something but really you're just hitting left or right and then they would do it and like oh I just created that movie to do this and it's like no you just pressed the left button when they told you to but you know
0: yeah <laughs> Good time. But like uh, you talk about the Commodore or whatever, that's the gray one. that I think it looked like it got a keyboard on the top or whatever.
1: Yes, it's uh, it's horrible. i am be honest with you. I paid uh, one hundred and twenty three dollars for it because um, I eBay everything yeah. and uh, it's terrible. Um, I have it. It's nice. It's not even hooked up, but it's nice yeah. and it's
0: terrible. at the Same time. Yeah, because I think um, even before the, the OG Nintendo, that was the very first video game system I ever played. And, Cause my, my, I don't know, um, like, I was born to older parents, and then, okay. um, so, I believe you know when that technology came available to them, they somehow still had it when I was you know coming of age, so I got to play that, and then um, when Nintendo came out, fucking Mario Brothers, goddamn Duck Hunt on the same cartridge, it was a wrap <laughs> for me.
1: Yeah, I'm about to say, man, you uh. You look like you would have been a, a Nintendo uh, Power Glove uh, Power Mat type of guy back in the day.
0: Oh man, I had the Power Mat. I didn't. I never got a chance to freaking handle a Power Glove, man. Oh, yeah, oh. man. My heart bleeds for you, brother. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've I've seen it like in a, in a display case. I I've never actually physically put my hands on a Power Glove before.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, one of those type of things you got to do at least once. You know, like um beating up the kids at dojo wars you gotta like you gotta beat you, you gotta try it at least once man
0: word word now like let's even talk about that because like i remember the old school commercials and whatnot and most recently i've revisited just um you know the visuals of the power glove and whatnot i posted uh pictures of it on my instagram most recently the og power glove because i believe there was two iterations of it and then there was somebody that custom made uh power glove to look like the infinity gauntlet
1: that sounds about right. Yeah, I know they did do a recall because something about the uh, the company Glamco or, or like whatever. I'm, I'm just going off the dome. They had re uh, redesigned it or something. Yeah, so I remember that. Yeah.
0: So, I was just you know seeing pictures of today, and I kind of got inspired because I do a little digital doodling and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I um, I got something I'm got something in mind with the power glove as the theme and whatnot. I'm going to retro palooza here in Houston. Well, Pasadena, it's part of Houston. It's way down there. Houston is his own goddamn planet. But um, that's June 8th and the 9th. And it's just a retro video game and anime convention. So I'll be there with my my merch and whatnot. You know about the merch. And I got a damn, I got some use of the power glove that's going to be involved in my new piece.
1: Yeah, matter of fact, I think I remember seeing that on your Instagram, right? The uh the Infinity Power uh the Infinity Gauntlet Power Glove, right? Correct. Then you post that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But like I mean, when did the addiction start for you? I mean, I already told you where mine was. That was when the, uh, the original Nintendo came out. But when did it start for you? And how did when did you start to amass this collection that you have now?
1: You know, to be honest, I was playing uh PS4, like maybe about uh, three years ago, and uh, there was nothing that was coming out. I think I was playing like it was a terrible game. It was like a Dead Island. And I was like, damn, they don't have, really have anything on a PS4. It's not like when I was a kid. And then I started like, damn, I remember when I had Super Nintendo, and I was like, damn, those games was fun. So then I ordered one, and it came through the mail. And I was like, oh, this was easy. So, then I, started, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I never had a Sega CD, so I got a Sega CD, and then a 32x. Then I was like, well, damn, I always wanted a regular Nintendo. Bought another regular Nintendo. It just and it just kept escalating. Then I went on YouTube and I started seeing like people game rooms and I was like, I want a game room. So <laughs> I just started just man, anytime I heard about something, I even got an r zone, believe it or not.
0: Whoa, what was that one?
1: That was uh the one that gave you like a headache, you strapped oh, it on your head, yeah. And it was yeah, like yeah, a yeah.
0: big virtual cool boy. Yeah. Yeah, just like the virtual boy, right?
1: Yeah, it was like a tiger handheld strapped to your forehead that gave you a headache in 30 minutes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had, had like the little square glass screen on it.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah,
0: I, yeah, because yeah, I had a karate game on there, or some shit like that. Uh, was it Virtual Fighter? Was that the one? It might have been, yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was stupid, man, <laughs> but I played <laughs> the fuck out of it.
1: Yeah, like I remember I asked my mom for a Virtual Boy that Christmas she came home with the r zone and then i found out like uh maybe like a week after christmas like oh you got this one because it was 30 and the virtual boy was 179 i see what you did you son of a bitch
0: <laughs> and then years <laughs> later you come to appreciate those things and be like ah i see what you were doing there you son of a bitch, saving that money <laughs> yeah like ah, i guess we did need to uh, eat that money
1: that's fine that's cool
0: yeah i can understand but like i mean shit. Like, I think the last thing I seen was maybe the Dreamcast. What you got since then?
1: Um, since the Dreamcast, uh, I started getting into, um, getting all the one carts, which are, uh, basically like, uh, you can get a, a, a cartridge that has 143 games in one, uh, in one cartridge. Shit, yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a trip. It's like having, like, all the ROMs that's on your PC when you got emulators. I'm sorry for anybody if this is getting too nerdy, but, uh, that's my new thing now like i have a cart that has 500 games on the regular nintendo just one cartridge
0: yeah damn yeah yeah man it's uh it's a thing <laughs> <laughs> i mean well what's the next piece you're looking to acquire
1: uh uh atari jaguar
0: oh man i never got the what nah i lied i i think i may have played it no i'm thinking the turbo graphics 16 that's what i'm thinking about you got one of them? Oh
1: no not yet not yet it's the uh, turbo graphics mm-hmm. the atari jaguar and uh the 3do those are like the next three purchases
0: oh yeah because um i never played the 3do as well but i th- jaguar had that freaking crazy ass uh mortal Kombat rip off on there i think and I- oh yeah
1: yeah i can't remember the name of but yeah i remember that it was
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah because th- that was the only reason i wanted to play it because of that game
1: yeah but the games was like uh like i keep hearing that when the games came out it was like 700 dollars, like something ridiculous and i was like damn you know my mom working pot pies i ain't getting that <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude, shit goddamn now you can probably get it for 700 pesos which is probably like two dollars or something i don't know
1: <laughs> oh yeah well shipping the handling on it's gonna be like 130 dollars, but yeah i mean pretty much yeah yeah
0: but now i don't know what so what's the end goal because I mean, we got the PlayStation Five coming out. I mean, obviously, we gonna jump on new generation shit. But
1: no, other than no, those, no.
0: other than those three, I mean, once you once you form the freaking console gauntlet and whatnot, <laughs> so it's just games from then on, right? What's some of your? Let's go down the consoles that you got now. I'm, I know I'm jumping all over the place, but I'm I'm very intrigued. Out of the consoles what? that you got, what's your one favorite game from each that you can recall off the top of your head?
1: Okay. Well, on the Genesis, cuz I'm inside my game room right now.
0: So As you do. I hope you I hope you are.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh my Sega Genesis is a uh, X-Men 2. Yeah. Um on the Dreamcast, it would be uh Power Stone.
0: Oh man, I love that game.
1: <laughs> Listen, I used to uh me and my friends when we were uh in middle school. Nobody had a Dreamcast, but the game store—it was a, a store called Power Gamer before Funko Land went out of business and became GameStop. So uh, we used to go to Power Gamer; they would have one set up. I'd be like, "Yo, plug me in, man!" I'd be in there; I'd be winning. They'd be passing stick around, man. Power Stone was my game, man.
0: Yeah, I had a Dreamcast, and I, because my thing was like, I would buy the current gen console, and then when the next gen console come, I would sell the old one and all the accessories so I can get the new one. That was just like how it was when I had the Nintendo. Um, I wanted the Super Nintendo, so I gathered up all my stuff. I sold the old Nintendo so I can get the Super Nintendo and then, you know, went from the Super Nintendo, What went to GameCube, right? No, it's Nintendo 64. And right. then Nintendo 64 to GameCube and so on and so forth. That's how I always did it. So... I mean, I never really held on to those, but the Dreamcast, I thought, was way... Just like the Sega Game Gear was, like, way before its time, man. And... Yeah, you could go online with it. Like, just think about that. Going online with a Dreamcast
1: back in, like, 97.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Oh, even the Game Gear, man. It's just, like, the color backlit screen. And, the uh, I mean, the battery life was shit. I mean, it had that damn power pack that looked like a... I don't know, a mouse or some shit, but still it was fucking they had a tv tuner attachment for that thing to where you could watch tv on that motherfucker you want to hear something funny i have one of those oh man i always wanted it so bad i never got it <laughs>
1: yeah it's i mean it costs almost nothing now because like uh, everything's like digital so like, it's like whatever but yeah man, i had to go get what i wanted one like I, like in my head as a kid it was like yo when we go on this uh this family vacation, yep. I'm going to play the Game Gear, and then I'm going to slap the antenna on, I'm going to be watching ALF or whatever was on TV at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll be watching Alien Nation, and I'll be like, yeah, but then, like, batteries back then was like, what, like, uh, some double A's, like a four-pack was like six ninety nine, and then in the yeah. last three hours.
0: I know, I mean, I was going through the bitches like Tic Tacs, man. I, I popped them bitches in, I played like four, five levels of goddamn Sonic some shit, and the lighter start blinking. And I'm like, "Fuck!" And then, you know, I thought I was a pimp when I had the goddamn battery pack, boy. I put that bitch in my cargo pocket, and I just be walking oh, it was around. Fancy. <laughs> it was fancy. Yeah, it was fancy, man. I had to have that shit. But like, I mean, does your collection extend to the handhelds as well? I know you talked about the zone or whatnot, but. Yeah, have? I got the uh,
1: game, the Game Gear. I have the uh, the original Game Boy with the green screen, with the coloration changing from gray to like kind of green because it's like that old. I got the SP. I got the 3DS. Uh, I'm trying to remember, I got um, uh, the PlayStation Vita, the PS Go. Yeah, I um, yeah, man, I'll do it, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so as far as the <laughs> Nintendo handhelds, because they have a whole bunch of different um, variations or whatnot, do you go for each one, or are you just like the ones that you like?
1: yeah like i, I kind of like uh the sp because like if they do little improvements like over time and uh i just like my ultimate goal is to start when i get done collecting to answer your uh your earlier question have like like turn my game room into kiosks like they do at like GameStop. oh yeah just, i got you like exactly just have it just lined up Mm-mm. so yeah i collect the. Uh, any of the Game Boys that I see, man, like right now, I'm trying to get some um, Japan ones. Like, the Japan ones are, like, slightly different or whatever, but they let you play those uh, those imports, man. So, I'm trying to get my hands on some of those as well.
0: I just like collecting. Yeah, I got it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm surrounded by movies right now on all four sides, so I got you.
1: <laughs> What's your favorite genre?
0: Action. Action. I mean... Yeah, you, would, I would, I would think comedy or whatever, but I would prefer an action movie over a, over, a, over a funny comedy. Because I mean, I, I love like the Raid, goddamn the Protector, goddamn, you know, any martial arts. I, I would guess I would say martial arts. Oh, you know, it is action, but, you know, it's the specifics. So, okay. you know, anything Michael Jai White in, I, I'm watching that shit. Scott Atkins, you know, all them kicky-flippy motherfuckers. I'm watching all that shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, man, I loved uh, Jet Li and The One. That was my
0: movie, man. Dog, mean People be talking shit about that movie, and I get so fucking mad, man. I-, I love that shit. I seen it in the theaters. That was the very first movie I ever saw Jason Stace- Statham in. And it's fucking amazing.
1: Yeah, man, when they disrespect Jet Li, just uppercut him. You know what I mean? Just right when he- and right in mid-sentence, just don't you dare talk about Jet Li like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, it wouldn't be even a full uppercut, it'd just be like a jab to the throat just like right in the middle of the Adam's apple just... Oh,
1: <laughs> like a Sergeant Gow uppercut off a of Street Fighter, I respect that.
0: <laughs> but I mean, just even for that time I mean, the the special, because I'm a special effects person too, so like a movie could be shitty as fuck, but if it got some bomb-ass special effects in it, I kind of like I'll let it slide. So damn um, when the Matrix came out, that blew my fucking mind. Um, the work that they did in um blade 2 with um just the cgi mixed with the live action shit that fucking man i, I don't my favorite movies man
1: <laughs> yeah see i'm the opposite man when i see terrible cgi i start throwing shit at the screen like when i was watching the other day i was watching mortal Kombat. yeah the, uh, the original one oh man and i was like who made this shit like it's so obvious in front of the green screen. It started making my eyes hurt. I went to the Chinese store, got a five dollar platter, came back and was like, "Why not turn this shit off?" <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't stand bad CGI.
0: Like well, the early '90s bad CGI. Well, I mean, to go back upon it, you know, yeah, I got you. With with everything that we have now, I, I mean, shit, my phone can do better CGI than some of the shit that we saw back in the day. But um, I still appreciate it because. When I watch those movies, it take me back to that time frame and I was just like, man, this was like the top of the line shit right here when this came out. And then now we got this other shit that has marvelous and miraculous special effects. But the story is just like poo. So (laughs) that's true.
1: That's true. Best example is I was watching a uh, Jumanji the other day. You know what? Actually, not a bad film. The one with The Rock that came oh, yeah.
0: out like a little while ago. I w- I was wholeheartedly against that shit because mm-hmm. like the, the Rock and Kevin Hart has has reached the zenith to where any movie that they are in, they are of The Rock and Kevin Hart. They're they're not the character that they're playing. They're just the fucking Rock and Kevin Hart. So, our only reason I went honestly to see this movie because I got kids. You understand how that works. So of we all go make a family day out of it. And it was—it surprised me. It was actually better than what I thought it was. It didn't lean heavily on the original. I mean, there was a slight reference in there to
1: mm-hmm. the
0: original. But I mean, it was its own thing. I don't understand the fuck why they're doing another one. I mean, I know why, but I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, like that's uh... it was fine where it was.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. And also I was watching it. First of all, I didn't watch the first one, even though like I love Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I don't care about this rhino and the doctor and trees and grass and whatever the hell they had. I don't care. But when I watched this uh, the remake, I was like, oh, that's the story. I mean, it's a shitty story, but I mean, it's a, it's an okay movie. It's fun. It was free on Amazon Prime. I didn't care. I was like, it's whatever. It's yeah. a good movie. I like it.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I mean, to, to even in that vein or whatever, I mean, what's another movie that you rolled upon like that to where, like, ah, this is going to be shit, but you wind up watching it and enjoyed it?
1: Um, I don't know, man, because, like, I watch so many movies. Like, to not have a collection of movies, man, like, I randomly just pick stuff and just, like, you know what? I mean, you know, I'll, I'll give it to you. And you're probably going to laugh at this. I was watching Harlem Nights. Oh,
0: and that's, yeah. I'm not going to laugh at you.
1: But here's the thing, though. I would watch it and I'd be like, oh, man, look at Richard Pryor's mustache and the fat chick. <laughs> I'm not watching this shit. This is old people shit. And it's like now that I'm a man of a certain age, I went back and watched it and I was like, oh, he shot her in the foot. And then I'm just like watching the scenes and shit. I'm just like, this is a damn good movie. I had to go to work. And I came back in, started it again from the beginning, watched it from beginning to end. I was like, mm, I get it. Either that, either, either I get it or I'm old. I, I don't even know anymore.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you, you grow a appreciation for things once you get older and whatnot. Um, That movie, we, we, we talk about it often or whatever. And we always had the same conversation now to where like, damn near Everybody in that movie is dead.
1: Dude. I just was telling my supermodel high girlfriend that. And um, <laughs> she'll love that part. <laughs> but uh, I was uh, sitting there. I was just like, yeah, man. I was like, yeah, I was watching Harlem Lights Yeah, it's crazy, man. Everybody on the screen right now I'm looking at is dead. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Everybody but Eddie.
0: Yep. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie <laughs> is still alive. Goddamn. Um, Arsenio Hall is still alive. hmm. And that's the only one that I could think of right off the top of my head. Yeah, it was
1: like it was like Red Fox was on the screen. And uh, um, uh, the, the the one, I forgot, the uh, Saved by an Angel check. I can't remember. Yeah.
0: Oh, the, uh, Reese. Before, yeah yeah
1: <laughs> i don't know why i was looking for a name in that 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 one mysterious show that someone like lifetime popped up i don't know <laughs> i don't watch the time by the way um but yeah everybody's dead man it's, it's something man mm,
0: it's sad
1: yeah it's like watching wcw so.
0: <laughs> a lot of those are still alive. you just don't know where the fuck they hit
1: this is true
0: goddamn speaking of professional wrestling i like how you segued for us i mean man of a high acclaim and caliber and talents and whatnot uh when did your humble beginning start how how did you happen upon professional wrestling and what made you decide to make it uh, a career path all right
1: well at this point now i've been doing it for uh going on 11 years and uh I went to a show back in like 2000 well first of all like when I was in high school we used to wrestle cause it was like it was cool cause of the rock and Austin and everything yeah. and then I swear to god like I, I went from 8th um, grade we graduated the ninth cause you know that's a natural progression but I went to ninth grade in high school and like everybody had beards and was like 6 feet tall I was still like 5 feet and um, I was like yeah man did y'all see SummerSlam like you still watch that wrestling shit shit's <laughs> <laughs> good and I was like I mean, yeah, whatever, it was on the TV. So then I went through this phase where I was just like, oh, it's not cool anymore. And everybody was like, yeah, man, either rap or sell drugs. And um, uh, I would be a terrible drug dealer because like standing outside. No, thank you. So uh, I started rapping. And uh, then I realized, oh, yeah, to like really go further in rapping, you got to um, do nightclubs and like, uh, you know, cyphers. And I was like, damn, I kind of don't want to do all that. Uh, just give me a deal. So that didn't work out and um i I got to a point where i was like all right so what do i want to do and i was like damn i always wanted to try wrestling so me and a friend of mine went to monday night raw and uh it was like uh, john cena versus randy orton and um we were watching it and i was like this shit sucks on tv but i kind of like it in person there's no commentary yeah i was like i could do this shit (laughs) <laughs> so then i started so then i started like looking uh, at schools and i went down to the old ecw arena it's called the arena now or the 2300 arena and um i went in there and czw was running and uh, i met dj Hyde and maven bentley and uh i got introduced to uh, some guys that's in nxt now that you would know like adam cole and yeah. um Bebe. yeah Baby, yeah i would like to say that i gave him that but i didn't so i'm sitting there and i'm like um i'm going and i'm thinking it's going to be easy man the first time you hit the mat if they don't tell you exactly how you should do from knocking yourself out you knock yourself out
0: and that sucked yeah i've been there
1: yeah oh yeah that's nothing worse than that man like think about the worst fight for the listeners think about the worst fight you ever had like that knockout punch where you saw stars and you were just like damn like i hope no one saw that. That's what it feels like when you hit that wrestling mat. No crowd, no music, no nothing. Just, yeah. Yeah. So, got used to that, and then the throwing up part and all this. Yeah, been there, uh-huh. been there. <laughs> yeah, we get on the show. Um, it was like a battle royal show, which is like I guess that's how they break people in uh, around that time. So I got into a battle royal for this guy called Chris Cash. He's a wrestler who died in 2005, and they were doing like a memorial show up to that point. And um, I did that uh, I did that show, and I was like, oh, that feels great. And they were like, yeah, man, that was great. So now you're going to be the manager of Pinky Sanchez. I said, <laughs> what? oh, I'm, yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, so what is my name? It's like, well, naturally, you're going to be Blackie. Uh... <laughs> I mean, it was an upgrade because during training, they forgot my name was Eric, and they called me Tupac the whole time. So, I mean. I was like, I guess this is uh, progressing. You yeah, know, we'll see. By the way, your last name is going to be Sanchez, Blackie Sanchez. I said, now how am I going to be a black Mexican?
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. They're trying to call you Dirty Sanchez. That's what they was doing.
1: That was one of my moves. Ah. I, the black slap and the Dirty Sanchez. That's right. You taking both of those tonight, kid. <laughs> but yeah, as uh, time went on, um. I just started doing like feds that was like local and uh, you know you go the normal way you get the shit beat out of you by uh, I was getting beat up by like John Dahmer Sammy Callahan uh, Big Veto uh, just people like you would just go to these shows and they'd be like hey man so this is what's on the card tonight you're getting fucking murdered damn all right cool I just want to do th- no, no 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 just 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 take the ass whooping cool <laughs> you just you learn how to take hits. You learn how to bump. You just work your way up, man. And uh, I I made it to Monster Factory. I made it to Ring of Honor. I um I just I made my way around a loop until like right now where I call home. I went back to CZW, and it's uh, different this time around because now I got that respect of like working uh, names, and I'm just waiting for that one platform. It's like how we were talking earlier. <laughs> You know, I'm just waiting for that one viral moment. You know, what I mean, you have to stab a motherfucker or something. You know, have his lung fall out and just be like world star.
0: You know, we'll then see. I got you. Yeah, I mean, freaking uh, what was his name Loki? Just stabbed freaking Conan not too long ago. So I mean, it could happen. I
1: saw it. See, I forgot about that. So now I'm gonna have to hit somebody with my Chrysler 300. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm just run them over.
0: Well, somebody did that not too long ago? Hit a guy.
1: <sighs> Shit. Running yeah. out of shit,
0: man. Mm. I would say use a game console and choking with a Wii controller or some shit like that, but mm, I don't know.
1: Yeah, that just might not be. I don't know. Maybe like light a whole, a whole carton of cigarettes and stick it in their eye socket. You know, something like that. Maybe.
0: Maybe. Yeah, I mean that could work. I mean, I, depends. But you know, I'm from, I'm from Philly. I'll just shoot them. That's what I'll do. That's. Th- that's what we're missing in professional wrestling: a uh, good old-fashioned shooting. <laughs>
1: That's right. Drop down, leapfrog, frog, shoot him right in the stomach. That's what I... Rob, you are the man, brother. Let me write that down. I'm shooting somebody. There
0: we <laughs> I mean, <laughs> mean, what would be the setup for that, though? I mean, I, I can... Uh, we can come up with a good uh, sequence. All right. Damn. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, do the headlock takedown and he see you reaching in the waistband. You know, you do the go go behind, get you in the waist lock, push you into the ropes, you know, freaking shit where could it go from there god damn huh. you, you duck on the slide between the legs come up bow, shoot him in the back of the leg he dropped down to a knee Goddamn, <laughs> shining wizard there it is
1: <laughs> listen it's gonna look like mortal kombat 11 i swear to god i'm gonna yeah. just sit there you're gonna do his little flippity flop bow right in the one leg bow right in the, the second leg and you know we, we do it from the waist down because we don't really yeah. want them to die because we don't want to see me on scared street like we don't want it we don't want that you Yeah. Know?
0: what and uh waist down is not attempted murder
1: <laughs> exactly I' like I wasn't even aimed at him I mean uh, yeah he just had
0: to be there yeah he just got in the way of my bullets <laughs> yeah can I have those back please but yeah you know something like that we'll work it out and, and, um what I was saying like in the intro or whatever and it, it holds to be true or whatever any anytime that I've seen you you know from following you on Instagram and whatnot you've always had a, a title of some sort and whatnot uh what was it like to win your first title
1: the first one um it was funny because like uh when i first started wrestling uh everybody kept telling me like black people don't wrestle mm-hmm. and like they don't make it and then it was like you'll never be able to do it because when i first started i was 117 pounds and they were just like you're too small to be a wrestler and then when i started wrestling i was like you'll never get one and then promoters were like you're going to get a belt and then they'd be like ah don't be a don't be a mark for the championship you'll get it when you get it so when i finally won one like uh, a few years later man it was like i had a tear in my eye because i was just like marking out for myself like oh this is what it feels like uh currently right now i'm the ACPW united states champion uh not that i'm counting 362 days but i'm not counting though. but uh you know it's nothing like winning a championship. And the first one was a cruiserweight title. And I loved that cruiserweight title because I thought about Chris Jericho and Rey Mysterio and like Alex Wright and like all the WCW cruiserweights who really didn't get shine on the show. Mm-hmm. But when it was on the show, they shined. And uh, that belt meant the world to me, that cruiserweight title, because I was taking on anybody, Sean Carr from New York. I was taking on um, Drew Blood uh, from CZW, just whoever they they board in from whatever companies, I for them gladly, man. And that was just that was my belt, man.
0: Word. So out of the, all the ones that you uh, got a hold to or whatever, that that's the one that you um, connect with the most, correct?
1: Uh that's like my favorite. That has like some of my favorite memories. The one I connect with the most now is the United States Title I carry now. I just beat. Uh, Ken Rollins from Delaware. He's a good kid on the come up. And uh, a month ago I beat James Ellsworth. <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah, oh man, I made him tap out like a bitch. I love that. That was a good one. You didn't um, put... You, you wasn't
0: able to put a chin lock on him, was you?
1: You know, you gotta have one to put someone in one. So, uh, Yeah, he evaded my dreaded uh, three-handed family grananza chin lock. He, uh, he avoided that, but uh, you know... <laughs>
0: Uh, also um, to add to your list of accolades multiple time tag champion
1: yes with my uh, partner Tarino we're currently right now the brawl American tag team champions Uh, we're waiting on the next show to to defend them they also have Brawl, brawl tag team champions there too which is Mark uh who cares we care about me so uh yeah so the gunners yeah me and ty we're the uh, american tag team
0: champions right now and how, how did um come to be that relationship that partnership
1: he lived around the corner from me and i didn't know it when i was training at czw <laughs> so we were just talking and training like hey i'm a black guy and he's like hey i'm also a black guy I'm like oh and we're here together hey so we were just talking we would go home i guess we would go home different ways you know he got in his car i got in mine so his car was shitty and uh, one day, he needed a ride or some shit uh, to go home. I'm like, where you live at? And he was like, yeah, man, I live uh, down bottom. I said, me too. And uh it was like, yeah, I live on um, Ogden. I said, oh, man, that's crazy. I live around the corner. He said, you live around the corner? I said, yeah, I didn't. Did we just become best friends? That's pretty much what just happened. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: oh man so i mean what's that like i mean often um how often do y'all go on the road together
1: uh right now we kind of decrease because of like uh injuries like he'll get injured i get injured uh he'll get booked at one company i'll get booked at another like we're doing a lot of single stuff and um brawl is the only place we're really doing tag team stuff
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so uh but beforehand we was taking bookings like uh like every weekend traveling to New York, Lancaster, Delaware, the dreaded parts of New Jersey. Any shows that was in Philly, just anywhere in the Tri-State. Work. Even Virginia, even now West Virginia. And West Virginia, for anybody who's traveled there and was black, you'll know it's it's terrible down there. Them cops, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry for your luck. Especially you had to have a name of a King Blackie. I mean... <laughs>
1: oh yeah they just pull you over what are you doing down here three in the afternoon like well well damn the sun's out uh we were just going to a wrestling show mm-hmm like you have to show me again. I, I mean listen I don't want to bad talk West Virginia but I mean you know
0: he's like what are you yeah. doing around here Blackie how'd you know my name
1: <laughs> oh that's your name <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah oh shit now um obviously well, well uh, versed in a singles career but, but what is that like working with a partner I mean w- certain aspects you already brought up of it I mean you kind of put you on the shelf as far as the tag teams go you know one person goes down with an injury and that kind of puts the momentum of the story on hold until the other one's well and so on and so forth but like as a partnership coming up with the moves the travel schedule and all this stuff what that's like it's um
1: Uh, I'm not going to lie. It can be challenging because uh, I'm a smaller guy and a lot of times I like to do fast stuff and uh, I like to do certain flippy flips and uh, I like certain sequences. And uh, my partner is a bigger guy and he likes to knock people the fuck out and he likes to toss them. So trying to put together sometimes like trying to put together a collective um, thought uh of like what a way you know matches or things should go sometimes like you butt heads you know a lot of times people don't uh be forthcoming and honest about it one thing about me man i'm 92 plus eight you know i mean i'll always keep it 100 with you so you know there's a lot of good things like sometimes you be like yo i just thought this finisher and you click and then there's sometimes where it's like yo we should do this that this that this that this and the third and your partner just be like nah well <laughs> Now you got to go have a match out there and you want to do this and you want to do that. And judging on the crowd's reaction, one of you are going to be right and one of you are going to be wrong. So, you know, yeah. just like brother fights, you know what I mean? It's, it's basically like a brother. It's like a brotherhood, you know what I mean? Like, like when you have a real brother, like you sit there, you argue, you beef, you bump his, and then you come back together usually. You know, some family, you know, one brother kills the other. But, you know, whatever. But this one... You know, nobody's killing nobody.
0: Yeah, nobody's getting stabbed with swords and shit or shot in the kneecaps.
1: No, not unless they book them. So yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever faced each other?
1: Um, one time. Um, it didn't turn out too well for me at that point. So uh <laughs> I'm just gonna skip right along, man. <laughs> How about those Avengers?
0: <laughs> oh man, did you see the movie?
1: brother i seen it the night that it came out my girlfriend was mad because she was supposed to go with me but i told her i said listen i told her this back in uh in march i said on the 26th you need to be here because if you're not
0: i'm going to go see it Mm -hmm.
1: she wasn't here man (laughs) i saw it
0: i I understand i mean i was there opening night as well i didn't i went there thursday night ready to go
1: (laughs) oh yeah now, I mean, let me ask you a question. Did you, did you wear uh, an Infinity glove? Did you wear uh, some type of um, Avengers merch?
0: Well, I mean, you know I'm always in the Walmart, so I was just uh, in there, you know, low no lady purse up with snacks, because you know how we do. And uh, I happened to come across a clearance rack with a Captain Marvel shirt in there for like $5, so I, I, I rocked that out. Ah, <laughs> uh,
1: uh, let me just put in a sidebar of I enjoy your Walmart logs. And, uh going back to it yeah you know the funny thing about this year was all of a sudden everybody gave a fuck about marvel everybody was like don't spoil it for me i'm like bro it's been out two weeks now
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: if i want to talk to this man about how iron man dies oh damn i should have uh
0: should have said like spoiler alert right uh, i mean it's cool we passed that window because i mean even the directors was like man wait you got a two-week window <laughs>
1: Okay, well, they said it was okay. But uh yeah, I was trying to talk to somebody about it and uh now guy was like, "Don't ruin it for me." I'm like, "It literally came out like 3 Thursdays ago."
0: Yeah. So If you ain't,
1: if you ain't see it now, man. Shit.
0: Yeah, you can kiss uh, my ass.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm like, "Hey man, if you ain't see this yet, man, wait till I tell you the ending to Batman Returns." Put his hands on his ear. But uh <laughs> <laughs> I love the movie. I mean, all they right. had to kill Iron Man off, I guess. But, I mean, yeah. shit, man. It's still i uh, t- I'm not gonna lie. I sweated out my eyeball.
0: Yeah, yeah, I had a little perspiration around the eyelids as well. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Now, yeah. uh, um... we Everybody talking about what they like about it, what they like about it, what they like about it. Did, was there anything in the movie that you did not like about it?
1: Um, uh, in retrospect, I didn't like how my man Thanos, uh, Took the L in the first couple minutes. Like I didn't like that. I was like, "Damn, he just kicked y'all ass the whole last movie." (laughs) Sheesh. And then someone tried to explain to me, like, think about the first movie and the second movie as a continuation. Mm. And like, you were two and a half hours into his death, and I'm like, "Nah, man, I just seen the movie, man. I didn't like that shit. I didn't like it." Yeah, Mm -mm, I mean,
0: it it, it shocked the fuck out of me. Which I think that was the intent, because I was just like there's still three hours left in this goddamn movie
1: (laughs) yeah and my and then i was mad because the directors they got me all pissed off for the last year before the movie came out because i was thinking it was going to be that uncharismatic uh captain marvel chick that was going to be the star of the film Mm -hmm. and then they decided like let's turn her down from a 10 to a two like she'll come in sometimes like she was kramer she was kramer of the infinity uh uh, of uh the Avengers
0: movie. Yeah, like she, she, she was she was a Bruh man from the fifth floor.
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, like she came in for a sandwich and went right back through the uh through the window. That's a perfect analogy. <laughs> she went back to the fifth floor, and I was like, Well damn I was ready to hate her the
0: whole film. Yeah, I mean and I believe that they needed that because damn um, she she scrung. She man She way too strong. Yeah, yeah I mean that's true. That's true. I
1: mean, and, oh, and the women's scene. Um, yeah. So that was funny because I was in the theater and they got a collective um cringe.
0: Hmm.
1: Um. But there was like a group of um. There was a group of sisters in the front of the movie theater. I was like, I know, that's right, yeah. But like, pretty much, like when you looked around though, the movie theater, everybody kind of was like, hmm, hmm. It was a. Uh, that movie theater, man, like the audio, like throughout the scenes, man, it had me, it had me dying because people was reacting how I was thinking in my head, but I didn't want to be the first person to be like, "That sucked," you know what I mean? But like, you
0: know, you talking about when they, all the women assembled?
1: Yeah, yeah, and somebody was like, "That's the A team." I'm like, "That's not the A team," but I don't know. They got like some type of group or something. Like, I'm, I'm in the comics, mm-hmm. but I'm not in two
0: comics yeah yeah Yeah, i I get you because i mean i know of the some of the storylines but i don't know i'm like not fully versed in it or whatever i get my stuff secondhand. i don't actually sit there and read
1: right yeah exactly like if i go on youtube and i type in like a comic or whatever and i'm like oh cool it's on the screen i can watch it but if you talk about going to the store and like flipping through the pages and looking at the panels i'm like Oh, come on man
0: ain't there an app for this man no, I don't do yeah that. yeah I mean yeah as much as I enjoy the movies or whatnot, I, I couldn't really go back and go through all that that history oh no <laughs> yeah matter of fact I just went um, last night on YouTube I watched uh, I forgot how long it was but it was pretty much the history of the Infinity Gauntlet you know the first one to have it the people who've wielded it since then and so on and so forth very informative
1: <laughs> you know I just found the um the Iron Man uh, Infinity uh, Gauntlet, and it's like one hundred and eighty nine dollars, whatever. You know, I have to go get it as soon as I find the uh, the turnstile thing where you put it on the turnstile and it just spins around with yeah, the light yeah, yeah. As soon as I find one of those, is on.
0: Yeah, shit, man, YouTube make make you a turnstile.
1: <laughs> oh, brother, listen, if See, I don't want to
0: flip through the pages of a comic, you, yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, it's shit
1: it to me, baby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can I get the one button buy, baby?
1: <laughs> yeah, please, please. Let's uh, it's that fast delivery. Two more bucks. Here you go. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but um, aside from professional wrestling and amassing the uh, greatest game collection that has ever been collected, um, from what I've seen, you know, peeping through the window, of Instagram once again or whatever, uh, you got you got a whole bunch of other side deals or other hustles that you got going on as well besides professional wrestling. I think at one point in time he's trying to be a cop or
1: something? Oh, well, here's the thing, right? Um, yes. Um first of all, they're the best gang in the world. Uh so, yeah. yeah, I was uh <laughs> Yeah, like I um I respect the police, you know, even though sometimes they don't respect us. And like you can't let a few bad apples ruin it for everybody. And uh more importantly uh, you know I'm in Philly so sometimes you know like I have a hard skin you know just like a New Yorker mm-hmm. but sometimes you know you see stuff and you be like damn like I wish there was like people that cared you know what I mean like there's sometimes police officers see stuff or whatever and they, they pass by and as corny as it sounds I kind of would like to be that guy you know like if a girl comes to me and says hey you know I was coming home from school and I got raped and this is the guy or like you know something to that extreme I kind of would like to be that officer that goes there grips this son of a bitch up give him a rough ride put him in the jail cell make sure he go uh, serve his years like my mom my mom was raped when she was um a teenager so like I have like very little patience for that
0: yeah okay so
1: that's like what and I got three daughters so like that's yeah. like a high motivation thing for me Is like I, I can't stand rapists I can't stand um, people that abuse children and, um, you can only do so much from the sideline, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. I've known people that's been taken advantage of. So it's one of those type of things where, yeah, I want to be a cop. Like, I mean, I get, I sit there and like, uh, whenever something's an interest of, for me or whatever, I go after it. Yeah. And like, this is a strong interest and I'm supposed to be taking the police, uh, test again. as Soon as they tell me my exam date, because I took it, uh, two years ago and I kept taking it and I kept failing the, um, the running portion, I passed everything, the tests and like the, 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 paragraphs, like, Hey, yeah, can you read, you know, all that stuff? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> the physical activities. But the last part is you got to run around this track like eight times. And like, they'll tell you within 12 minutes and like, you know, you'd be like, that's cool. I could do that. I did it. Uh, it didn't work out. And I was like, damn, all right, well, let me get hydrated. But here's the kicker. It was like six 30 in the morning who runs two miles 6 30 in the morning well you know probably you know boxeses so never mind but anyway I don't <laughs> so I, I've been training so the next time around I will be officer the shields or
0: officer blackie <laughs> I, I like the second one o- officer blackie that's right and you know, officer blackie officer I mean, but you know uh, aside from um being a police officer and whatnot um have you ever thought about being a vigilante
1: Um, currently right now, uh, the way my knees are set up. No, but, uh, (laughs) I would have to have a sidekick, man. I would have to have a sidekick.
0: You you got one. Your tag partner. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be like, come on,
1: man. I can't do this shit. You know, for some reason, my partner sounds like fruit. Oh, come on, man. Damn. Damn, Put on that spandex. We can't pay for this. (laughs) Nah, man, treat it like Ring of Honor. oh but oh, uh, you know, um, I don't know, man. I uh, I'm a vigilante. Like, are you talking about like uh, what's what's that terrible superhero that's on um Netflix, the um Black Lightning? You talking about like that guy?
0: Yeah, you can be a superhero uh, w- without the powers. So that's why I call you vigilante, because I mean you wouldn't have no powers. You just oh, be damn. like, oh
1: no, oh no,
0: the Super Samaritan.
1: No man, these thugs in Philly are strong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they is the real kingpin.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo, look at this dude in the purple suit. Yo, shoot him. <laughs> That'll work.
0: It, it, <laughs> we had our first appearance of our first superhero and our last appearance of our superhero.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh. Bob, there's a tragedy down here at Target. Uh, they were being held up, and um, black man walked in there. And uh, he was shot with a machine Uzi, you know what I mean? So yeah, we're not gonna, nah, no vigilante,
0: no. Uh, I understand. I mean, it, just to, I don't know, they're out there somewhere. This motherfucking a uh, fucking guy forks mask, looking like V from Vendetta and shit, fucking motherfuckers uh, up on the street.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, that's true, but uh, it ain't no, me. not me, not me, brother.
0: Yeah, well. I mean, other than a police officer and a professional wrestler, um, through, once again, the window that is Instagram, I've seen that you've worked in the adult entertainment field.
1: Yeah, shout out to Instagram, man. You see, they're bringing us together. you all the way in Houston. <laughs> I'm all the way in Philadelphia. And we're just, Robbie, man, me and you, you can't see this right now, man, but it's, it's the pound thing, man. Right yeah. through the screen, brother. Mm, right there. For
0: real, That crisp Pie 5 I was talking about earlier.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's better for audio. Hold up there it is there, <laughs> there
0: we go
1: um uh yeah so here's the thing um the adult store uh oh uh, man you had to hear how my kids were like oh yeah so dad you got the new job like yeah where wh- where are you i'm like
0: uh, at work that's all you need to know <laughs> i'm a key holder
1: mm-hmm. oh okay that's cool yep we're at a boutique yeah that's it oh can so- i come shop what they got there
0: they got some my size oh, no <laughs>
1: absolutely not we can go to shop right and get you some cookies um so working there was an experience because like you come across oh my god i learned so much there it was like people uh uh, uh genders like there's like different ones it's like a, what is it like trans uh fluent i think it is it's like sometimes you feel like a man sometimes you feel feminine sometimes you sometimes, feel, you, feel, uh,
0: sometimes you feel like a nut. sometimes you don't
1: <laughs> <laughs> yo <laughs> yeah I and like you- customers will come in there and they'll be like um i'm not going to be explicit but they'll come in and just be like yeah you know um like a dude you know what i mean yeah. you know manly man just like yeah you know um yeah i'm trying to um i'm trying to have some anal play with my boyfriend and like i'm sitting there like you be hearing some some wild stuff yeah like yeah me and uh my wife were in a scat play i'm like excuse me
0: yeah
1: what <laughs> i'm like oh I'm, oh okay uh yeah so we do have these latex um sets over here um uh, yeah so you uh let me look at the instructions real quick and i'm like yeah so you sold it up here i had another customer come in there and was asking for a drill dough which is uh a dildo on a drill it was like a specialty thing and i'm like god i hope she's using this for like a bachelorette party because if she's doing this to her she about to destroy this box yeah
0: um you know and the only thing that i got that was you know remotely close to working at a adult shop was uh i worked at spencer's gifts Ah, and damn you know they sell like the the tame stuff there, you know novelty things and whatnot, so you know, I would get the little college chicks coming there, she like four foot nothing or whatever, but she getting a damn massager air quotes here, oh, uh, that's like six foot seven and shit <laughs> Yo.
1: <laughs> you know the funny part is at the uh the adults like first of all, I didn't know that many toys
0: exist, yeah.
1: But it's like, yeah, there's a remote. And it's like, oh, okay, like on and off. And it's like, oh, no, brother. No, no. When you spend $99, it has on, off, it has high and low. But when you spend 200 it has on, off, high, low. It has uh, needling, paddling, and some other stuff. But when you pay $300, i am like, well, shit, do you get a person? Like, goddamn. <laughs> People buy it, man. This one dude... Yo, it's on my Instagram too if you go back yeah. two years. The guy came in the store and he stole an ass.
0: Yeah, I, I, I did see that. And yeah, I've some... I, <laughs> I got a homeboy back at home and he was just like, man, you know, D.D. got one of them little asses in a box. So I was like, what, the, "What he said he done with them women, man. I was like, what the fuck is you talking about? And he uh, went on Google search and found me a picture and sent it to me. I was like, you got one of those? It looked like a little booty in the box. And I was just like, "Ah." (laughs) what's in the box? (laughs) What's in the box?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I don't knock it because, you know, working there, it, it came with, you know, perks like, oh, you can take this stuff home. Now, for the audience, I did not take home an ass in the box. I didn't. But, I mean, you know, maybe like. You need knowledge on this stuff you know here take these and take that and yeah some of that shit is scary man you know what a popper is
0: no it sounds gonna, it sounds I'm scary
1: you, <laughs> i'm gonna just let you google it but i mean some of this shit, man you'd be like really
0: no i, I don't want to google it just tell me now
1: <laughs> uh you know it kind of um it, uh oh shit um <laughs> Let's Google it, people. Poppers, you know what I'm saying. There we go, poppers. There we go. Right. Or whips. There you go.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. L- just le- let me. You, the same motherfucker that don't want to damn flip a page of a comic book, don't want even elaborate on some shit that- to another motherfucker that don't want to turn a page to a comic book. What make you think I want to get on Google? goddammit? it. <laughs> <laughs> hey
1: man, I don't know. You might be. You might talk to your phone. You might have one of those. Uh. Mm-hmm. Those uh. Those. Echo dot things in house, and you just might be like hey ALX or whoever's on there, and you know, she tells you what it
0: is. Hell, no. Nah. Speak-
1: if I can just ramble for one second, myself. Oh, on hey. feel free. Thank you. Am I the only person who just said, you know what, fuck it, I have an S9, you ain't getting no more of my money because they literally tell you with every phone, it's our best one yet. Our cameras, three megapixels. Like, well, what the hell was the last one from last year? two point nine. It's like they don't change shit about the phones anymore. And they'd be like, Oh, you're gonna love this this iPhone XS Max Legend super ultra It's it's like, well how much is it? Twenty one ninety nine. What a month? No. Twenty one thousand. You know what I mean? Like it's like (laughs) I could buy four Hoopties in Philly for twenty one hundred. Like come on man. Damn.
0: Yeah. It's just like um a freaking the power levels on Dragon Ball Z. He's super God level Three X Galaxy Two.
1: <laughs> this is true, yeah. Super Saiyan Five iPhones, man.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I get what you're saying or whatever. I mean, I've I used to be the one that, like, every September, you know, usually that's when Apple make an announcement. I'm trying to mm-hmm. get the new phone or whatever. But you know, years back, I was just like, I was just I came to the same realization as you. I mean, they don't change shit too much. I mean, they add a couple of cool features or whatever. So I've Scale back in every two years, or if I need a new phone, that's when I would get one. So, like, I started off with the four, then I went to the six, and now I'm on the eight. So, wasn't four a beautiful phone, though? Yeah, it was cool, man. It did exactly what it needed to do, and it didn't need, have all these other crazy shits and whatnot. It's just the phone, the apps, what I needed, and that was it.
1: Right. Like, I used the S9 Plus. Oh, man, I sound like uh, William Washington now. Uh, well, like I, <laughs> I have the S9 Plus and got the thumb reader. It reads my face. Mm-hmm. It does everything that the other phones do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It, yeah, I don't have triple cameras, but guess what? My Instagram only needs one, so whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, and I'm good to go, man. You but, know. But wait and a I,
0: minute. But wait a minute. If mm-hmm. you got the 300 uh if you got the $3,000 version, it would have damn rubbed your balls. It would have vibrated. It would have went up and down. It would have went to... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> that's gonna be on the shopping list now. You, you drive a good point there. Yeah, yeah. Apple you just sold me. Yeah, <laughs> shit, man.
0: But damn, uh, what, what about that fucking folding phone that you you ever seen that thing?
1: You know what? That was the full, the first phone in like the last uh, two years. Where I was like, you know what? Let me let me do the birdman and rub my hands together you know what? I can't wait. I might have to get that foldable, John. And then, like, uh, the reviewers, I watch uh, this dude named Lou on uh, YouTube, and um, they were just, like, reviewing it, and just like, they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, there's a line in the middle, and like, oh, yeah, this shit's falling apart. And then I just, <laughs> I was like, you know what? Yeah, I can't spend two grand on a phone that's falling apart and breaking. But in theory, I would love that phone.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but- pretty much a-, a tablet. I mean, it got six cameras on that motherfucker, so it got... When you fold it open, it got two in the, you know on that side. You close it. it got two on the front and it got two on the back.
1: Yeah, because like I'm the type of guy. You got to do something different. You want you want my money. You yeah. want my hard uh, my hard earned money. You got to do something different. Like sidekick, you know, spin that shit out, man. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. BlackBerry, slide it up and down. Now we're at a point where it's like, all right, well, what can you do? Can can you like wrap around my wrist? Can you fold? Like can you? Get, can I t- twist you like a Rubik's Cube and then you open up? You know what I mean? You got to do yeah. something for me. So, don't foldable phones, though. When they make one and they don't break, mm-hmm. don't get my $3,789.13.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I'm waiting on. The the new-new or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, once the new-new gets here, you still have to wait because that's usually the first phase and as you saw, motherfucker falling apart already. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like well Apple if you got iPhone Apple's gonna make you because they're gonna send the uh, the polio virus through their networks to your older phone so that way it oh, yeah. starts down in short circuit and they're like yeah gotta buy the iPhone 13 now
0: mm-hmm. well shit I mean I I have patience when it comes to my phone or whatever so I didn't give a shit when that shit was happening to mine I was like oh man my phone acting up oh well I just don't use it right now I was like you're not gonna get me fuckers <laughs> <laughs>
1: Now, let me ask you a serious question, because you know what? God damn it. Me and you have been friends for the longest time now, and the one thing I want to ask you is, what's up with the lines at Walmart? <laughs> why? Like, I know like I know it's not just a Philadelphia thing, even though we probably got hands down the worst, like, I don't give a shit what they're paying me an hour, I'm going on break now, and I just got here type of cashiers, but why is it there's always two goddamn lines, and then in self-checkout, they'd be like, yo, you can't take out more than X, and people be having four carts in self-checkout. I just need you to explain to me, what is the policy on
0: this? Man, what is the deal? Um, <laughs> These I, pretzels
1: are making me thirsty, but yeah, <laughs> what's
0: up <wrong> with it? <laughs> I have no fucking clue. I, from here, the Walmart that I frequent here, the one that's less than a mile away from my house by design, um, it's just... I don't know. They, this buku motherfuckers around this bitch, man. The Walmart that's here is a uh, fairly new, so you know when something get that new car smell or anything, bitches just flock to that motherfucker. That's but, true. But damn, they, um, they do a good job with the self checkout. As far as quantity of items or whatever, I've never seen anything more than you know maybe two cases of water and a couple of arm held items and whatnot. But I haven't seen nothing ridiculous here in this one. Um, hmm. the freaking 20 items or less line or the 15 items or less line or whatever the fuck that's where you run into the the problems or whatever because as soon as the motherfucker light come on on the aisle bitches flock to that motherfucker because you know they barely open on the regular lines and shit yeah. so yeah I mean that's the only point of contingent I have there and then that fucking customer service line is just be from the counter to around to the entrance where the greeters at and shit and I'm like how many money grams y'all motherfuckers doing? You might as well put costume tape over there because you can't get over there. I'm like, I'm not standing in that line. Oh, you know what I find find it f- funny sometimes or whatever. And, I mean, this old player rule. I mean, not player rule, player player tactic or whatnot. I've been seeing um, girls bringing guys to the money gram thing to put money on their fucking bills and shit.
1: Oh, what? Oh, wow! <laughs> the
0: so, one born every second. Yeah. So, I mean. I know what it is now because I, I was a sucker many moons ago and um, yeah shit shit it, it's funny in hindsight but when it happened to you it's just like oh word and then it's not even the fact that you you know she playing you or whatever you you legitimately trying to be a nice person and help somebody out but the circumstances that was uh, around the whole situation was just like buku. it's almost like you pay for the ass almost <laughs>
1: Yeah, and you know, like, I'm from Philly, man. Like, if I that happened to me, man, she'd end up on ID Channel. I'd be like, yeah, I don't know what happened, man. She just fell down that ditch like that. I don't know, man. No, I wasn't doing the money grams earlier. But, uh, yeah, yeah, man, I, I don't know. Like, I just had to ask you, brother, because Walmart is not I love that store, but it's just an anomaly to me. Like, I just... I can never figure it out. I'm always getting two to three good laughs out of there. Like, I'd be sitting there about to the check out, and... I'm like, damn, it's only two cashiers. And then I look over there in the juniors and I'll see like two employees. Like they're not like stocking or like uh, putting anything back. They're just standing there. And then you see people like going near them. You see them like sprint off to the back real quick through the double doors. Like you fuck this customer. And it's just it's,
0: I'm, I just had to ask you, brother. They, they got hip to the game for a while because I would go to um the fallback spots because um it looked like they're decreasing in their staff. So, like, usually when you went to the front registers and bitches would be full. So, I would either go to the jury counter and check mm-hmm. out there because you can do that, but they don't have a motherfucker man in that bitch no more. And then, um, usually I would fall back to the electronic section if that was available. I would check out over there. And then, um, worst case scenario, I would go to either the garden section or the automotive section and check out there because as long as they got the fucking register, except for the, um, sometimes the freaking pharmacy. But they don't usually do nothing unless you damn picking up a prescription or something. But the freaking automotive and the goddamn garden section is two little hidden gems that you can go check out in. So you trying to tell
1: me if I'm sitting there buying shampoos and all these uh these random items, I can go to electronics and check out? Exactly. Oh, I got the game fucked up. Um, okay, all right. Shit, you cool. can go, You can go to automotive too, baby. <laughs> I don't know if they got cashiers in the ones uh, the one I go to down here. Oh. Like I just it's like random things like tires that I would never buy there. But uh, <sighs> come on, man, they're like two hundred dollars a tire. I'm like, hey, man, I can go down to the Africans down the street and get them for thirty dollars, man. Yeah, you know yeah. I,
0: mean? I I have. I have, they got them motherfuckers down here too, man. Motherfucker put new wheels on my shit, rotated them bitches for like thirty dollars. So I was like, word.
1: As <laughs> soon as you get past that 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 language barrier, like. What do you want It's like hey man Let me get a Let me get a tire Oh, oh 15, 16 dump, 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 dump. It's like hey man Listen I don't know man Whatever $35 get me.
0: Yeah <laughs> Shit my old lady Bust the tire And I rolled up And they um I got it to the little Corner joint and whatever I was like hey man She need a tire The motherfuckers NASCAR'd the fuck Out of that shit man like, blah, <laughs> And she was gone
1: <laughs> Oh man Now let me ask you a question What part of Where are you at in Houston Right Like is it um City or it was a bunch of like old town
0: road type motherfuckers. Like, what, what is it like where no, you at? The what where well where, where I currently am now. I mean, I'm I'm in the north side of Houston. So the area that I live in is called Spring, and it's a. Uh, I don't know. I would say if if we if we if we go on there, so, you know, my brother, my brother, it's a bunch of white people live around here, <laughs> but uh-huh. um, it's not that bad. But what the thing about it is with Houston though. There's no segregation here. You know, it's just like, all right, I say this is a white neighborhood, but you go up the block and around the corner, hood. You go up the block and around the corner from that, mansions. You go to block and around the corner from that, you're back in the hood. I mean, it's just, it's no escape here, no matter where you are. The only it's thing.
1: like that, though? That's
0: That's interesting. Yeah, but the only thing about the north side of Houston or whatever is just like, it's almost uncharted territory. There's, like, not a lot of shit up here as it is in the, on the south side and the, on the lower parts of Houston and whatnot. So, this is, like, the extension of Houston. They're starting to branch out out here. They got a brand new freeway that's getting built up this way. There's more businesses popping up over here. And with Houston, it's sectioned to where you shouldn't have to go out of your neighborhood unless you're looking for some specialty shit. So, like... Uh-huh. If I go to the next uh, neighborhood over I mean they got a Ross, they got a Marshall's They got a Walmart, they got a H-E-B which is the grocery store around here They got everything that you would need for that Section, but if you want to go to Mickey's freaking soul food That's down on the motherfucker South side, they only got one of them Or maybe even two of them, and they both on the south side So you gotta leave From the north side to the south side To find some specialty shit
1: Okay, well if I uh if Booker T ever returns my, uh, my goddamn, uh, inbox, uh, when I come back there to go to his, uh, his show right behind the bowling alley, I need to pay you a visit,
0: man. So you can, uh, show me around, brother. Oh yeah. I got you, man. I got you now. And also to that effect, I'm be touching down in Philly, November 2nd. I need you to do the same thing for me.
1: Oh, say, say it ain't so. I got you, brother. Listen, we'll go down to South street. And we'll take you to uh, Fat Tuesdays and we'll get you like kind of drunk off those drinks. And then we'll go to uh, Tattoo Moms. It's like this little shitty little, uh, little shitty spot or whatever, but they got great food.
0: And then I'm going to take you to. Listen, man, I'm going to take care of you, bro. When you come down here, man, listen, Blackie got you. All right. And and the same for you, sir. And you know what? This is my thing about Booker T joint down here. Damn. Right by the bowl of knowledge. Yeah, well, they don't live there no more. They, oh, they built they built a brand new facility down in Texas City or whatever. But anyway, besides the point, um, anytime you have a show, the only time that I, other than the, um, they got Kiefer Bartek and uh, JJ Blake down there. They've both been a guest on this show. Um, I need to go see him. I got to see him here in Houston, but I haven't got to see him down there in ROW. But anytime Kiara Hogan went down there, you know, because she was here to. God damn it. There it was. That was the one that I forgot. Kiara Hogan. God damn. How did I forget yeah. that? Fuck. Yeah. Shout out
1: to Kiara Hogan. She's doing good, man. She's doing her thing, man. Shout out to you. I never met her, but she seemed like cool people from yeah. my, what I've seen.
0: Yeah. I got to talk to her a little bit. I, I met her at the Wrestling Con in person for New Orleans. So, that was cool. But every time she came here, something came up to where I couldn't make it to the show. And, you know, that that's the kind of one of the ones I wanted to to be my first show to go but it, I tell you what if you come here I hold off on all that bullshit and I make you my first show down at ROW if you come
1: <laughs> Oh uh, listen a poker <laughs> like he's <laughs> <laughs> like he
0: listening uh. Yeah as soon as All right I'm going to hold you to that brother Yeah hold it goddamn it put it in your <laughs> uh, your Sega CD and spin that bitch <laughs> Listen I'm going to put that inside my BlackBerry Oh man, I had one of. Damn man, I had. I, mm-hmm. I formed an eight year relationship with a person off a of Blackberry Messenger.
1: <laughs> How did y'all use that? The, the, what was it? The 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 BBM or yeah the BBM or, uh, yeah yeah
0: the big black like, motherfucker.
1: I, oh, <laughs> <laughs> See when the, when the Blackberry was all like popping, man. I was I was a Nextel, a Boost Mobile guy, man. I was sitting, I was chirping up. You listen, for like yeah, for a dollar a day. Scoot doop. like yo what up man Scoot doop. I'm chilling Scoot doop. or you know what I mean that was me
0: <laughs> yeah but that Blackberry thing was crazy man um, it was just like our own little thing it was like the iPhone of that time and um, my, ho- I got a nephew that do music and um, I met a girl through um, officialpsds.com is to where is a artist resource to where you can go and find pre-cut images for like Make, to make flyers and all kind of other different, uh, graphic effects and all that shit. So we, okay. we met through the chat room and I was like trying to get his shit out there. He was trying, looking to get on people mixtapes and all kind of stuff. And she put me in touch with another guy that she did artwork for who did music and, you know, dealt in mixtapes. So I got his, uh, BBM from him and everything to put him on. And we just been kind of semi cool for like eight years now. <laughs> Oh, that's dope. Through motherfucking Blackberry Messenger.
1: <laughs> How about that? I need that's almost it. like if, that's almost like today, that's almost like, yeah, man, I met so and so off of uh MySpace or uh, Black Planet and like, yeah, we
0: still cool, man. Oh, shit. Hey, uh 12 years in total, eleven years married, I met my wife on Black Planet.
1: <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> still going strong, man. Shout Hell out to Black yeah. Planet.
0: Yeah, yeah. Nothing, is that still around? It is still around. I mean, as recent as last year, um, I went on to see if it was still working, and it's still there. <laughs>
1: damn, that's like uh, whenever I hop on uh, MySpace, which is very rare, but like I'll hop on it just to see what's going on. I'm like, damn, it's people still on here and shit.
0: Yep, because it's majority um uh, like a music thing now.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm like, oh, okay, well. All right, this is still a thing. That's cool. And then I did right back over to Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's weird over here, man. Let me go back to the uh, lakes and rivers I'm used to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, all in all, man, you're doing uh, good things over there on the Dojo Wars and whatnot. I mean, I heard your compelling argument about how you had to um, qualify for a match for a title, a championship opportunity or whatever, and you already a champion or some shit like that.
1: Yeah, because here's my thing. I go there, and I defend my ACPW United States Championship. And um, I'll sit there, and I'll come, and I'll defend my belt. But I'm like, yo, can I get a shot at y'all wire title? Can I get a shot at y'all Medal of Honor? I I don't want the heavyweight belt, because, like, for that belt, you got to get, like, cut up and stabbed and, like, you know, thrown off the of cells and stuff, so you can keep that one. But the other Johns, yo, what's up with these belts? And it's like, yeah, we'll put you in a match. You'll qualify, and then, like, somehow – referee didn't see it or whatever i got eliminated and cheated i'm like oh okay it's because it's no longer february i get it okay so you know whatever <laughs> goddamn hypocrites
0: there it is <laughs> but what what does the future hold for king blackie in uh professional wrestling i mean what are, what are some of your goals moving forward man what, what, what you got that what's the pride prize you got your eyes on
1: I mean, ultimately, I want to be the top indie guy, and go from the top indie guy to the best wrestler in the world, and then transcend into what people perceive as the big time, which would be WWE or NXT. Like that's uh, the goal. Uh, next month, I have a tryout with WNN, and uh, you know they're 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 partnered with um, NXT, so hopefully. You know, things go right, and I can go to the next level, brother, and and, then, yeah, be uh, moving along. Yeah. Well, what do you feel about AEW now? Man, listen, that show on Saturday, I don't think the boys understood how important it was for that show to do well, and I think they did well. I mean, there was a match or two that I would have took off or swapped or, uh, you know, took off or swapped. But other than that though, I mean, they delivered for the most part and the buzz around them is uh it's percolating, man, even more than when Impact was like uh switching over to Spike or like going to Monday nights and mm-hmm. it's just a good time in the business right now, man. We need a number two. I wish I was around when WCW was around.
0: Yeah. Now, what do you feel about as far as talent wise uh John Moxley?
1: I met John Moxley uh, in CZW uh, like 10 years ago. I guess when I started training is when him and Sammy came over from Ohio. And Moxley is a, a cool-ass dude, man. Like, what you see is what you get. You get the gravelly voice mm-hmm. and, like, you get that uh, – what you see is, like, what you get. I remember it was a, um, a tournament of death and um, Nick Gage had, like uh, – he got injured and he had to be um, – medevac out of there by airplane and um uh dj was like uh nikki's hurt so i might go out there you know i've only been wrestling for like about like six months i'm like shit they got grandfather clocks and like boards with blades in it and shit i'm like i don't know was like fuck it i'll do it and like he just (laughs) he he went out there and he just got you know the shit beat out of him but i was just like that's a stand-up dude I'm a sit down guy. I'm a watch him do what he doing. But that's a stand up thing to do. And as I was saying that, he was getting hit with a grandfather's clock. You know them big ass like dong yeah. dong. Yeah, got the shit beat up. Nice dude though. Man, I'm talking to him like after he's gotten like cut up and shit, fully coherent and just smooth as fuck, man. I, I'm I'm glad he's uh he he took the shackles off and he's back with us on the Indies now.
0: Yeah, because I mean he got a um, some good matches lined up here. Uh, he going against uh, Joey Janela pretty soon. He mm-hmm. um, I just seen the vignette for his uh, debut in New Japan, which is that's fucking amazing. So he going I
1: heard about that. I haven't seen it yet. Something about like an hourglass or something,
0: right? Oh yeah, uh, it is because you know New Japan usually when they debut somebody they got a character for them or whatnot. So it's on his uh, Twitter. There's only like three things on his Twitter now, so check that shit out. It's, it's, whoever's doing the vignettes for him, you seen the one where he broke out of prison or whatever? Oh, it was done great, yeah. yeah. I thought the company did it at first. I'm like, wait, no, that doesn't make sense, but yeah, it's done great. Yeah, so I, I believe it's the same people that did his New Japan promo video because it was damn, it, it's to rival that video as well. It's, it's fucking well put together, man. And I believe, I mean, well, I don't believe, I mean, I hope, that this is a trend for him, you know. He if he's going to do big things with a big promotion, that you know his marketing team, because obviously it looks like he has a marketing team now um, that keeps doing shit like this for him or whatever. Because it's just it's fucking amazing, man. It's good to see.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: But I said, I'm looking forward to his match with Darby Allen. Yeah, yeah, that too. That he got a match with Darby Allen. He got a match with Joy Janela and somebody else. Uh, I already said Juice Robinson. But i just seen the um, the graphic for it. It might have been Darby Allen, but I, that was the three matches that oh, maybe Pentagon? Yeah, that's it. Yep, he's going against uh, Pentagon at uh, some show.
1: It's supposed to be a good show that, that draws really well. I can't remember it off the top, but yep, he's going against Pentagon
0: too. Yeah, man, that's going to be freaking crazy. Yeah, it's, uh,
1: I'm yeah, happy to have him back, man. Like, It's just one of those type of things where it's good to be a wrestler right now. It's like there's, there's there's more um, places for us to work. Things are opening up. Like I mean, I would love for it to get back to, like, 98, 99 status. Even the indies to get back to where they were in, like, 2000, 2001. Because wrestling became uncool for a while, man. You got guys out there punt-kicking babies on roll. And yeah. It just, goddamn, like, the shit would make you go, ah, like the boogeyman. And, like, you know... Things when people walk in a room, you be like, ah, yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, just uh, the shit you do. You know what I mean? Like, you just need more people to come out and be themselves. That's why I try and be myself on these indie shows. And, um, you know, an exception of looking for a way to uh, murder somebody to go viral. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, need more people to be themselves and not so gimmick and like, play wrestler but be a wrestler.
0: Yeah, I got you. Yeah well man i appreciate you giving me your time i mean it's been a a great experience to have you here on the pod but um we're gonna have to wind it down right here man before we go let everybody know where they can find you on social media and whatever it is you got coming up
1: absolutely um thank you for having me b rock it's been an amazing experience i wanted to talk to you when uh when you was on rbr but you know i couldn't get to the phone lines because we would have busted up but uh Uh, the people can catch me on uh Facebook underneath um King Blackie one word, uh Pro last name. So King Blackie Pro. And on uh, Instagram, I'm King of the Two One Five underscore in between uh, all the words. And on Twitter, I'm uh King Blackie Pro, all one word, same thing. And on YouTube, it's uh King Blackie Pro or uh Kfape Studios. Word. And i uh, And I'll be defending my championship tonight at CZW in uh, Preston, New Jersey, or 333 Preston, New Jersey, uh, ACPW, uh, June 22nd. Anywhere in between where promoter has a bag for me or whatever, I'll be there as well. (laughs) About that bag, baby.
0: Hell yeah. But hey, man, once again, it's a pleasure to have you on. I appreciate you giving me your time and the door is open. You've been a guest. Anytime you want to come back to plug whatever it is you want to plug, hopefully not your offices with all the goodies and gags at the adult store. And no more of that, man. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, you're welcome back anytime, bro.
1: Thanks for having me, man. It's been a pleasure, man. To everybody who's uh, supporting the podcast, keep supporting it. Random, uh, Random ramblings with Rob. It entertains me on my uh, my road trips. Uh, keep supporting the show. Uh, hit my uh, my social medias up. Buy my merch. I got kids to feed. God damn it. <laughs>
0: that, I know you got the Heath Slater shirt to say I got kids and shit, but that that's that should be your shirt. That should be your spin on it. I got kids to feed. God damn it. <laughs>
1: oh, the god damn it turns it into something else, man. It's like with Vanilla Ice. He's like his go ding 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 ding. go ding 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 Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. So thank you. I'm gonna do that.
0: all right man we clear king of the 215 baddest man alive see that i'm a hip-hop extremist extraordinaire i don't don't know what the fuck i was saying right now (laughs) but it's here as i record early sunday morning june 23rd so that means last night was june 22nd and my man had a title defense from what i understand he was very successful and he is still draped in gold as i mentioned earlier in the pod never see this dude without a belt whether it's the same belt over and over again or some tag titles or whatever the case may be this dude always has a freaking belt so uh, check him out on Twitter and uh, Instagram and Facebook all those different places that he gave you all those things will be in the show description so if you can't remember it off the top of your head it's there for you to click down in the description and get that info for you yep so doing a lot of things he doing the dojo wars and whatnot tearing up shit in CW and making the towns man just like any great independent professional wrestler would do so um, he's in Philly or around the area and I'll be out there November 2nd and 3rd for um, the J1 Con. so this will be as we keep count of all the things big and small uh, the 3rd Freaking convention that I'm going to be uh going to be invited to to be a part of. Uh, next weekend, the weekend of the 29th and the 30th of June, I will be in Corpus Christi for the Corpus Christi Comic-Con. So that's the C4, is what they call it over there. I'll be there Saturday and Sunday. And if you're in the neighborhood, come check me out, baby. I'll give you that crispy five that I also uh mentioned upon on each episode of the show i think i'm gonna make that a shirt i just can't come up with the design in my brain right now if you got any thoughts opinions and ideas about the crisp high five shirt some uh, design ideas or even if you would buy or purchase said item you know hit me up hit me up hit me up hit me up um if you hear the low docile tones in my voice right now, is because Friday night, not Saturday night. <laughs> That's the inside joke. Um, I was uh, at a NXT show here in Houston, Texas. I got to hang with former guest uh, Mike, a.k.a. Main Event Swerve on Twitter and uh, my man Jeremy and Cody. From my hometown of Lake Charles, Louisiana, they made the trip into Houston to go to the NXT show. And we had a great fucking time, man. Uh, as you can tell, like I said, I, I lost my voice. I was yelling at everything. I was telling people to tickle people and all kinds of stuff. Um, the show host called me out, had me on camera. I had to dance to the Street Prophet song. There's some uh, video of that, um, I think from Main Event Swerve on the Twitter somewhere. So uh, it was a, it was a good time. I got to see the guys, uh, Mike, who um, I was a part of getting him to his first WrestleMania. So, I mean, me and him share that friendship because of that, you know, and uh, shit, Jeremy and freaking Cody, they live in the town that I was born and raised in and whatnot. So, you know, there's all kinds of kinship from that aspect of it. But man, it was fucking fun. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me at the show, uh, watching me get uh, inebriated and whatnot. So, uh yeah, cool. So once again, next weekend, as you as this is recorded, June 29th, June 30th, I'm going to be in Corpus Christi, Texas for the C4. Uh, November 2nd, November 3rd, I'll be in Atlantic City, New Jersey for the J1 Con. I'm gonna be a part of the Blackfinity Gauntlet panel and um, probably doing some live shows out there. I threw it out there the last episode. If you in the New Jersey area, Atlantic City specifically, or Philly or wherever the surrounding area is for that. If you're a fan of the show, you got a thing you wanna plug or you just wanna be a part of a podcast, man, I take you on as a guest, baby. Come on, hit me up in the DM. And um, you know, just a little bit of a sneak peek behind the photo. Behind the photo. God damn you look behind the photo It's just nothing. This paper The, the pictures on the front <laughs> uh, Excuse me. I, I was up last night I got a Nintendo Switch. That's pretty cool I stayed up half of the night drinking and setting That thing up. I haven't even played on it yet But um Yeah uh, I put in For uh, The New York Comic Con Which is going to be October uh, I forget the dates or whatever but it's in the October so if all pans out if they accept me as a press media for New York Comic Con there's a high probability that I'll be in New York for that in October so I'll be all on the east coast in December I mean not December in uh November and October October November I'll be in the east coast so everybody that I missed on the first go around hopefully I can get you on the second or the third go around if you in that area so yeah a lot of big things popping off for the random rounds with Rob baby I'm excited I'm I'm just overjoyed I'm making decals for my truck I can make some decals for you for the low hit me up in the DM (laughs) I'm just trying to expand my circle baby you know so uh, stand by and look forward to new things from the show. Um, let me get out of here so I can rest this voice up a little bit. I got some other things I need to get into on this Sunday morning as I record. But um, you can find me on Twitter at It's b I-T-S-B-R-O-B. If you want to talk professional wrestling and any other gender shenanigans, that's the place you do it. The show that you're listening to, the Random rounds with Rob Podcast, you can find on Twitter also at 3R Show. And then we're going to do this again just to see if anybody capitalize on it. Right now, you can win yourself a free shirt from uh randomrobcast.com forward slash merch of your choosing, your size, your color of preference. If you can uh, DM me the secret word All right, last time it was ninja chop that's not the thing this time the secret word is going the secret phrase is going to be elbow strike <laughs> so you hit me with an elbow strike in the DM I get you a free shirt to your location and um, follow me on Twitter I already said that having a brain fart But um, follow me on Instagram Just search the Random Rounds with Rob Or use the hashtag 3Rshow You can find me there Walking the hollow halls of Walmart Doing the things I do And I also mentioned RandomRobcast.com You can go to RandomRobcast.com And find many different ways To support the show To whether it be Buying merch Specifically made by me And uh, Using Amazon links To help me get a little bit of Kickback off your purchases You do not pay extra um, shit if you uh, want to be a patron you can do that month to month and if you don't want to do it month to month you just want to straight up donate some cash you can hit me on the cash app and paypal it's all on randomrobcast.com. and let me speak to you a moment about patreon I appreciate everybody that does it you don't have to do it but I highly appreciate it and the origin of the patreon thing for me was just because you know it was just another means to help people support the show they chose to now, I mean, truth be told, I'm not really, you know, creating a lot of extra content for the Patreon right now. You know, I mean, I have buku episodes already pre-recorded that I try to get the unedited, you know, pre-game talks and the post-game talks for these episodes that you're hearing on the live, on the feed every week. But, you know, I've been slacking on that and whatnot. And um, I feel like I'm not putting a lot into it. And, you know, when I start feeling like that, You know, I usually start to remove things and whatnot. So, you know, I'll give it a little while longer. You know, if I'm not living up to the expectations of what I I perceive a Patreon um, account should be, you know, I'm going to just erase it. I'm going to let it fade away and consider itself as obsolete. So. I might, you know, retire it and maybe bring it back later, come back wearing a full five or something. You know, when I get a more stable, solid plan or I can have an idea for more content that I can create and produce and whatnot, because, I mean, life is busy, baby. You know, I work 12 hours a day. I come home, I try to do all these recordings Then I got personal shit Then I got all the other hobbies and business things that I'm trying to do. So, I mean, it's kind of hard for one person to. um throw this extra content out there for you to make it worth your while for the dollar, three dollars, five dollars, or ten dollars or whatnot. If you do the ten dollar tier, I mean you get discounts on the merchandise that I mentioned on randomrobcast.com forward slash merch. And um yeah, so that's just how I feel about the thing, you know. So I just like to be transparent with everybody, let them know how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking. But anyway, um, but f all that you don't have to pay me a dime of your money. You're listening And supporting the show in that way is the most important, you know, your interactions with the show, your tweets, your retweets, your likes, your shares. And the most important thing that you could do for this podcast and any other podcast you listen to is write reviews. Five stars preferably, but if you write anything under four stars, I need some uh, feedback, you know, help me get that constructive criticism I need. Well, that's it. Uh, look forward for some more episodes of Running Around the Rod podcast, and I'll see you next time.